Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Happy Monday! Welcome to another week of Winter 2022. It's never going to end! On this beautiful March 59th. Will you uh, give me my special powers? Oh, there you go. Just turn them up a little bit. That's how I feel about you, metro area weather. Okay. Not you, Holly Roberts. I was like, wow, okay, great. It's going to be a wonderful three hours. That's nasty. No, the weather oh. is nasty, and it's disgusting, and so is my attitude. <laughs> But the good news is that will pay dividends for you, dear listener, for the next, uh, well, three hours at the very least. Okay, so we need to get right into it. Uh, And I wish I had... Oh, wait. The latest in the trial of one black China against three cut four Kardashians. That trial continues, Holly. And frankly, the former co-president of the production company behind... Uh, Rob and China, the series that ended prematurely, according to Black China, which forced her to bring this lawsuit against a few of the Kardashian-Jenner clan, um, says that uh, there was never really going to be a second season, honey, and and that was not the fault of the Kardashians or the Kardashians. Ooh, well, and that goes against everything that this def- defamation lawsuit is proclaiming that is true, being that Black China's like, hey, this show was canceled prematurely. There goes my income. I am suing you now. Yeah, and blame specifically the Car Jenners, four of which I mentioned or didn't mention, but four of which uh, I shall now mention: Chris Jenner, Kylie Jenner, Kim, and Chloe. I think that was uh, the group. Yeah. And saying that they essentially are the ones that prevented her from having that second season, her and Rob. Well, the testimony on Friday that we haven't talked about involves a uh, gentleman by the name of Jeff Jenkins. He is the uh, producer and former co-president of Bunham Murray or Bunham Murray. I don't know how you say that, but, you know, it's uh, BM, we'll call it. Yeah, great. The BM production company. I'm sure they love that. <laughs> he was executive producer of the the series Robin China back in 2016, and he testified on Friday that they had never secured a second season. So, any idea that uh, the Kardashians robbed Black China of that is a sort of rewriting of history. During his testimony, specifically, he claimed that uh, a number of networks, including BET, VH1, Lifetime, and MTV were not interested in picking up Rob and China for a second season or in a show on picking her up alone, picking, uh, 
following their split, picking up a season with just her. Mm -hmm. Nobody was interested in a reality show starring Black China, so says this producer. Yeah, and he was like, I'm not doing anything with a second season of the two of you because you're a hot mess. Now, all of his testimony, or I should say part of his testimony, sort of flies in the face of that which I believe most people would apply when it comes to the rules of reality television. What I mean by that is, he said... I would not pick up the show. There was no more Rob and China. And he goes on to talk about how, um, you know, in the beginning they were fun. But uh, he said, quote, that was really exciting. But that was the first and last time I saw the couple happy talking about that first season. Mm hmm. So why I say that runs sort of in the face of what we expect from reality TV is you would imagine that drama is the driver behind the scenes of, um, you know, production company. Like they would feed off of uh, that. The drama would be fuel for them, right? Like, ooh, here we've got this couple. Like it started out happy and they're happy and they're wonderful and doing things and fun. And now the second season is going to be full of drama. Dun, dun, dun. Well, maybe to a certain extent, but like if you guys can't deal with each other such that we can actually get filming done, like if the drama is such that it interferes with the production of the show, which just tells you that really all reality shows are, are I mean, this is not shocking or uh, revolutionary or earth shattering news. It's just like they, the production company wants people who are willing to play the game. And sure, you need to have some drama, but probably that drama is going to be a little ginned up and play acting for the camera. Because if it was too drama-y, well, then you're not going to be able to actually get a show out. Like there's a, a sausage that needs to be made. And these two were not able to like show up for work to make sausage. Well, interesting that Jeff Jenkins, reality television producer, is saying that the drama was too much for him to even consider making a second season of Robin China because there is behind the scenes drama in reality television that never makes it to the camera. But guess what? Those shows still get made and those shows still have storylines that might not even include some of the actual drama. I say this, you know, having friends who have worked in reality television, having worked on some of your favorite reality television shows and what's actually going on behind the scenes is a lot more dramatic than what actually makes it to the camera and to the final product. But it still doesn't stop them from producing the show. Well, and dramatic, uh, maybe in the eyes of the beholder, right? Like sometimes life is far more interesting than what's actually being told on screen. It's just, it's just, there's this, I think notion that like everything, and I think we apply this to the Kardashians all the time that like they are creating drama where there is none so they can get eyeballs. Well, that's true to a certain extent, but that's far more of a directed experience than something that's organically happening, happening like the actual drama behind the scenes. You'll probably never see right? because that's, chaos right like in a reality show despite what they'd like you to believe does not uh do well with chaos she uh she that is he um again we're talking about if you're just joining us that one of the producers the executive producer at the time of robin china testifying in court on friday 
that there was never going to be a second season. So despite what Black China is saying and arguing in her lawsuit, the Kardashians were not responsible for killing that second season. He um, goes on to say that, you know, like by the time the show actually began filming, they were furious with one another. Quote, she was furious with him, Rob, and uh, or China was furious with Rob. Mm-hmm. And he was furious with her. It was very negative. It was very difficult to shoot a show. Rob and China in love, which, by the way, was the full name of that show. Lest we forget. When they're not actually talking uh, to each other. He says he they, quote, gently encouraged the couple to seek both couples and individual therapy. But it proved too difficult to film them together. Because they couldn't even be in the same room and were, quote, disgusted with one another. He even talks about a meeting that he recalled with Kris Jenner at her home after Rob and China's, um, you know, the big fight that they had in December of that year, where some people were like, yeah, um, we we can't. This show is not going to. And Black China didn't even show up for that meeting. So this sort of shows somebody who was not, you know, fully expecting that everything's going according to plan and mm-hmm. season two is just around the corner. I think really trying to make an argument, whether you believe him or not, and ultimately, you know, it's going to be the jury, because I'm assuming there's a jury. Yeah, yeah. there's a jury Yeah, because they did jury selection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the jury is going to have to decide um, who they believe. But, I mean, really, it seems like what is coming out in testimony anyway is that, um, Black China's case is maybe not as solid as perhaps people thought when you know they first uh, when they first arrived in this courtroom. Like I think that they're they've been poking holes slowly but surely in her story, and ultimately we'll see what the jury thinks. But from the testimony that we've been able to see thus far, I I don't feel like she's got as much of a slam dunk king, slam dunk case as some might have thought. Yeah, it's proving to be a little more complicated now that we're getting the testimony of the producers. We're getting a little bit, uh, you know, of how a reality television show actually gets made. And that, yeah, it's messy and that it's dramatic. And, you know, maybe it wasn't a sure deal as maybe Black China thought it was. And maybe though, who knows what kind of argument her team will make in as much as it was like this was actually preventing me from future reality television series, but this producer is saying, "Look, we tried to shop around a solo Black China show to all of these networks, but nobody was a uh, nobody was really interested in that." Yep. So, hmm. and uh, one wonders if this is what I always wonder when you make the decision to file a case like this: Are you looking at the end result? Are you looking all the way down at like what are my options in terms of how this plays out? And you know, I would hope that. Um, Black China and her attorney um, saw like, okay, if you don't win this case, then what is what does that mean? Or like, if this testimony comes out, is that going to paint a picture about you that's different than the one that currently exists in the minds of most people? More importantly, the people who make decisions like, are you doing your career any favors by, you know, bringing this trial forward? I think honestly, because we're so predisposed to want to like question everything the kardashians do and we should and like there's several reasons for a bunch of other topics uh for another day like uh, that also applies to people like black china meaning um she 
is going to have that scrutiny when you bring things into open court in a way that could have a lasting effect on your you know career opportunities and career chances because people are going to listen to like they're going to hear the producer from a show go well actually you were not easy to work with and this was full of drama and chaos from the start despite what you've been claiming to the contrary so like it's risky yeah it's risky to have a trial like this and i wonder you know what the consequences will be for black china if she loses this case I suppose that the consequences were not as bad as perhaps the trajectory of her life if she had not followed through with that lawsuit. So then you got to think, you know, she revealed in court, well, haven't really paid my taxes in a long time. I mean, we've really changed, I think, somewhat (laughs) of our opinion about this lawsuit as it's been playing out. So then it's like then it leads to curiosities of like, okay, so what was her life if playing the tape all the way through them understanding that even if she loses this case, she will be perhaps better off. Then that makes you wonder, well, what is her current state of being that they're willing to take that kind of some, I mean, you would imagine that it would be a calculated risk. I mean, it takes a lot to get this kind of defamation trial actually making it through the gates and you wonder what her attorney like who's like what's i don't know it'll be curious it'll that's why we follow these stories and that's why we're obsessed with them in the first place right the trial resumed today no doubt we'll have feedback for you about what took place in today's uh courtroom testimony and we've got more than one courtroom up and operating So perhaps we'll hear a little bit more about what's going on in other courtrooms across the land when Holly brings us all the latest from Hollywood during our Dirt Alert right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond, it's our good friend Holly Roberts. Hey, Holly. Hey, Bradley. Well, you teased that we were going to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard before we went to break, and I will deliver on that promise. So, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, their defamation lawsuit continues in a Fairfax County, Virginia courtroom this afternoon. And today, jurors in Johnny Depp's libel lawsuit against Amber Heard heard audio recordings in which he referred to the violence that could ensue if their arguments were allowed to escalate. We did hear Johnny Depp on these recordings say um, things that I can't say on the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, you know, and Johnny Depp, according to the Associated Press, winced on the stand because he's being cross-examined by Amber Heard's attorneys today as the clips were played and Amber Heard was upset And these clips, yes, part of the cross-examination of Johnny Depp taking the stand for a fourth day of testimony over his allegations that Heard falsely portrayed him as a domestic abuser. So uh, that cross-examination, I think, is going to wrap up today of Johnny Depp by Amber Heard's attorneys, but I cannot completely confirm that 100%. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, I think. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're right. At least it looks like it's going that direction. I mm-hmm. I am so curious to see how this trial uh, ends up. I mean, I think going into the trial, we assumed that it was a very, very steep hill for him to climb in order to be successful because, well, these suits are notoriously difficult to prove. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, get a, um, you know, a successful verdict. So that said, like, you just got to wonder. I mean, because really the bar seems pretty low for the jury to kind of say, "Mm, you didn't meet the standard, Johnny Depp. Meaning like, uh, he didn't have to necessarily, they don't need to prove that he was violent in order for him to lose his case. Sure. Yeah. And that might be the case he's making. And I think that's part of the equation of bringing this lawsuit is to try to repair a part of his image. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe like there's, you know, a little bit for him and a little bit for her in terms of out positive outcomes. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of talking about Black China, making that calculated risk of moving forward with a jury trial in these defamation lawsuits, you know, regardless of outcome in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case and the Black China Kardashian case, there is a certain degree of being in the court of public opinion Mm -hmm. and how that will shape your career. Yeah. No matter what is ultimately ruled and decided by a judge and jury regarding these things. Absolutely. Well, let's move on to Jordan Padalecki. He's lucky to be oh, alive. What's going on with him? Well, he was in a serious car accident, Bradley. Oh, no. Yeah, the former star of Supernatural, according to his uh, Supernatural co-star Jensen Ackles, said that J- Jared Padalecki, excuse me, Jared is lucky to be alive after being involved in a serious car crash. So Jared didn't show up to the Supernatural fan convention in New Jersey over the weekend, and people were concerned. But Jensen confirmed that, you know, there were no fatalities in this crash and that Jared's moving around and he should be very back very soon, back to work. And Jensen said that Jared is at home recovering. And the fact that he's not even in the hospital right now was blowing his mind because he said that he saw the car that was involved in this accident. We don't have any details as far as I could see on the Internet regarding this accident. But, you know, hey. Jared, lucky to be alive. Yeah, that's terrifying. And the, I mean, again, it goes without saying, but it happens in a like blink of an eye. So yeah. very, very lucky and fortunate. Mm-hmm, very. Uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, they went on a date last night. Mm, where did they go? They Somewhere w- <laughs> probably totally relatable. Uh, the 23rd annual Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Oh, okay, never mind. What? <laughs> totally relatable. So John Stewart won the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, and he was honored last night at an award ceremony in Washington, D.C. And Kim Kardashian was Pete Davidson's date. Now, oh. other people 
actually went to this ceremony, including Steve Carell, Samantha Bee, Dave Chappelle, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Olivia Munn, Ed Helms, and Bruce Springsteen, the boss, was also there. Oh. Yeah. So people were honoring Jon Stewart, Kim Kardashian, and Pete Davidson made it into a couple's date. And also, reportedly, they're going to be hanging out in Washington, D.C., because Page Six is reporting that they're going to go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner together. What? What? <laughs> That's still a thing? That we're doing that? We're doing that, Bradley. We're oh. totally, totally doing that. Now, it's the first time that the White House Correspondents' Dinner will be held in two years. It was postponed. You know, we had uh, the pandemic. We still have the pandemic going on, but we're kind of moving forward with things. And uh, how exciting will that be? Who is going to roast at the White House Correspondents' Dinner? We will await the news. Yeah, with bated breath. Will we? Will we? I don't know. It depends. Yeah, sure. Amanda Bynes and her fiance Paul Michael are back with another song. So they're collaborating on music together. What? Yes. The song is called Fairfax. And Amanda Bynes is saying that Instagram actually blocked their post, the first initial post of this song called Fairfax, because Amanda Bynes' Instagram account isn't verified. She said, because I own full rights to the song, maybe Instagram won't delete this post. Now, the song is all about flea market shopping. Okay. Fendi. Okay. Balenciaga. Okay, she likes fashion. A Went six, to fashion school. Yep, a 64 Chevy. And things I can't say on the radio. Um, I would play it for you, Bradley, but, you know, language. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for not doing that. You're welcome. I'm Amanda, and it's going down. Yeah, it get. I get it from the bottom ground, so come bleep with me and my sound. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, she's doing creative things. She is doing creative things. She is living her life as a, you know, fully independent woman. So here, here to that. We need more of it. Indeed. Sharon Osbourne is (laughs) reemerging. Hold on, wait. Do I have that appropriate sound? I don't know. Oh. That's what I think about that. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, she's tooting over at the Sunday Times in the UK. And she's talking about her experience with plastic surgery. She says that she regrets a recent facelift, calling the procedure horrendous. She said, I had a full facelift done in October, and I looked like a mummy. And she said some things again, I can't say on the radio. She also said something about how she looked like a cyclops. I was like, God, girl, (laughs) did you do your due diligence? I... Ozzy said he was he would like pay for a new one. She obviously got it fixed because yes. she looks. I mean, she looks like a Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, she looks refreshed. Well, she did say that one eye was different than the other, and she looked like a bleeping cyclops. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but well. you know what? Ozzy ponied up the money and was like, "Whatever it takes, honey, for you to not look like a cyclops, we're here for it." I'm so glad that she's not a cyclops. Although, I mean, I feel like that would be you know marketable. Yeah. Especially for her new show. All right, Holly, thank you so much. When we come back, you've got blind items for us, I think. Sure and we do. have a special guest. We'll be right back. Where talk is fun. Oh, just having too much fun. 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 My top 1071. They really do have a. I love to get juicy with my good friend Donna Valentine, and that's what's about to happen here on My Talk 1071. Because our good friend Holly brought some big bat blind items for you, biatches. Blinded by the item. Just serving them up hot yeah. and fresh. 
nice and thick and juicy. Mm. Prime USDA. Medium well or rare. You want some juicy. ketchup with that? Yeah, no, I don't. Medium <laughs> well. <laughs> Hi, Donna. Hi. Let's solve this. Hey, okay. girl. Speaking of medium well. Thanks. I don't know what that means. At least the permanent A-list actor and his partner actually drank the booze they were selling. There are dozens of celebrities peddling liquor they haven't even tried or don't even like. The A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor comes to mind right away. Okay, well, I think I have some guesses. Donna, I'm going to let you lead because you are a guest on this okay. program. Okay, this goes by really fast, so my brain <laughs> listens slow. <laughs> We're looking for a permanent A-list movie actor and their partner, or we don't care about their partner. His part, his business partner. Got it. Mm-hmm. Not a not a romantic partner. Could this be like a Clooney situation in Randy Gerber? Yes, ah! Queen. My head was uh, definitely George Clooney town. I'd forgotten about Mr. Gerber, who yeah. is actually is that Brooke Shields' husband? No, Cindy. Cindy Crawford's husband. So there's still another part of this blind oh, item that you have to yeah, solve. There's oh, another celebrity. So this one is this one is saying that George Clooney actually drinks his booze, unlike some people. Right. And the some <laughs> people would probably be like Nick Jonas. No. A plus slash A list oh, mostly no, movie actor. No, 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 no. That's who we're looking for. Yeah. Brad Pitt. No. Oh. Who else got a booze? Oh, he's got. There's wine. so many. Oh, There's oh, so oh, many. Oh, aviator, uh, yeah. Jin Harrison. No, Harrison come on, we'll get there. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. <gasps> Look at you, Donna. Ooh, I'm on you fire. are so sexy. Thanks. <laughs> With so, blind items. <laughs> so I don't roll like that, but you I know, know what I mean. I if I did. Thanks, Bill Murray. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> come on, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> so. At least George Clooney and Randy Gerber actually drank Casamigos tequila. There are dozens of celebrities peddling liquor that they haven't even tried or don't even like. Ryan Reynolds and his aviator Jim, Jin, come to mind right away for NT Lawyer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't, I guess that doesn't surprise me, right? It, uh, I feel like Clooney seemed legit. I do too. Yeah. I do. And uh, listen, for the amount of money it's sold for, Woo! it's got to be good, right? Well, yeah, and it has to be like like real, right? Yeah. It's not just like, you know, I think... A stunty well, he kind was, of thing. Was he one of the first? I don't... No. Not necessarily the first, but definitely one of the most lucrative and yeah. successful. I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people saw what he did and said, like, I want to do that. And then they just sort of did like a cheap knockoff version. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, waiting for that celebrity moonshine coming moonshine. straight from the tub. But in the meantime, let's solve this. Well, I mean, that would sell for a pretty penny. Let's solve this. The muse actress slash drug addict is desperate to continue her newfound fame. Oh. It is slipping through her fingers, though, and she didn't use the time to sign any new deals or to any new projects. Donna, you know this. It's a, a muse, a muse, muse. actress, druggy. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think of like musy types. I've already forgotten her like name, a, by the way. Like a Scarlett Johansson, she's not a druggy. 
Um, but she was kind <laughs> oh, yeah. of. Now I remember. Oh, I kept thinking one person. So she shares a name, uh, a, not a common last. Well, it's probably a common last name, but like a name with another famous celebrity who's more famous than she is. But Muse is the thing you want to key in on because she was very recently a famous person's muse mm-hmm. and like called herself that. Yeah. Like a lady? Well, she's a lady. Is she a gaga? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no okay. by muse, like, like I know she, what a muse is. No, I no, just, no. Oh. I just mean in the context <laughs> of the guy that she started dating was like, I don't think he called her his muse. She called herself his muse. Yeah. But he was giving her, like, treating her to, like, really nice things. And we were all like, oh. I will say that this person has recently been photographed wearing some very Lady Gaga-esque boots around New York City. They're very platform. Yeah. Very Kim Kardashian. I need help. Is it So this is, like, a movie director's person? Someone that's in his movies? No. No, no, no. He's not an actor. Oh. Not even in the movies. Is he an artiste? He is an artiste, but of a musical nature. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm having a hard time. So think of super famous musician. Can I give Elton you a hint? John. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> Can I give you a hint, Donna? Yes. Ankashams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Who, who said that? Uncut gems. Um, <laughs> the look on her face. Uncut gems. Uncut is what gems. She's because she did claim to be the muse of a softie who directed Uncut gems. Oh my gosh! I don't know. Just tell me. I can't. It her hurts. last name uh, rhymes with Fox, although it's also Fox. Fox. <laughs> so mm, no. Nope. Mm, Sam. Samantha Fox. Julie, Julie. <laughs> Julia, uh, oh, that woman, <laughs> Kanye, Kanye, and Samantha Julia. Okay. Fox. No, it's Julia Fox. Bring back the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, fame is slipping through her fingers, though, because she didn't use the time the past couple of months to sign any new deals or to sign on to any new projects. So thus, she is just walking around town in New York City in very extreme platform boots. Has she been a successful actress well, she was Pro- an uncut gem. I would say she's <laughs> been a, a, a yeah, like a a successful, yeah, like successful a C- actress, right? Like, yeah, and she's a model. She was in a Steven Soderbergh movie this summer. Yeah, okay. she she's one of those people who has just enough to to <sighs> keep her head above water, kind of thing. But like, also eh, inflate decent. her head unnecessarily, right? Like yes. she's got enough legitimate stuff to be a little full of herself, and got she. It. She kind of gives off that vibe, right? Yeah. yeah. Thirsty. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's very downtown. Yeah. No, y'all. She looks Of course, we have time for another celebrity gossip mystery. This one named A minus list actress can't stand. This former television actress turned sometime A minus list, mostly movie actress. And that is the reason for a very public absence. Whoa. <sighs> Public absence. Yeah. Let's come up with a one name A minus list actress. Mm-hmm. One name. One named actress. That's an unusual one. Yes. So she is uh, not a fan of the other 
TV actress, sometimes movie. Yeah, and that is the reason why the one named actress will be absent from a very high profile event in the oh, next couple of weeks. Oh, 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 oh. So is oh, this a oh, cinema? Oh, oh. Is this is. like a, a big a big um, DC or Marvel universe type of sitch? No, it's not. Damn. Is the event a fashiony one? Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you have the one named actress? Yes. You do. <laughs> I do. What's it rhyme with? Uh, I can't say because if I say it, you're just going to know what okay. it is. But think of the event. What's the big fashion event? The New York Fashion Week? No. Oh, uh, the Met Gala? Yep. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And I all I know is the actress. I don't know the kerfuffle. I don't know who that's with. You know the one named actress? She's young. So you're going to have to narrow it down no, to no. young actresses. Very successful. She's very hot right now. People were like. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Why are you not going? And she's like, I'm busy. I got stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to get there. Um, She was in a Zac Efron movie. <laughs> Of course, you know that. Uh, she was in se- she was in one of the biggest movies last year. Several big movies. Oh, yeah. This actress was in. Yeah, she's like kind of she can do anything. Yeah, she's also in a high profile television show. What name starts with a Z? Oh, Zendaya. Yes. yes! Okay. But I, now we need to figure out the other half because I don't know who that is. Hint that this actress is going to be one of the hosts of the upcoming Met Gala. Oh, that doesn't help. Um, and she is married to a, a person who was the subject of a previous blind item this afternoon. Oh, George, no. Uh, uh, um, who, who else did we mention? Not George Clooney, but... Randy Gerber. No, the other one. The, mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. So Ryan... Uh, Ryan oh, Gog- and Blake Lively. Yeah. So, don't believe the hype, because Zendaya can't stand Blake Lively, and that is the reason Zendaya is not going to the Met Gala, because Blake Lively is one of the event's hosts. Wow. So, Zendaya said, your girl's got to work and make some movies, so I wish everyone the best about not going to the Met Gala. But that's just an excuse because the real reason Zendaya isn't going to the Met Gala, according to NT Lawyer, is she hates Blake Lively and can't wow. stand her. So I've never heard anyone say they hate Blake Lively. Well, really? I, well, I have heard NT Lawyer is not a fan of Ryan Reynolds. And so I always feel like, by extension, he's probably not a fan of Blake Lively either. That's too bad. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be. 
Thank you. You be a fan of. Okay. Let me let me make it okay for you, Donna, as okay. if you need my permission, because you don't. Thank you. Donna, thank you so much, thanks though. You need my me. thanks and congratulations for being so successful in Aww. today's version of Blind mm. Item. Thank you for filling in. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. When we come back from Blind Items to a return of the early 2000s, <laughs> Holly's got some updates uh, about Brittany and Lindsay Lohan when we return right here on My Talk 1071. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're going to get there. Yes, we got it. It's going to happen. I know because I woke up really early on Sunday, took the dog on a walk, and there was sun for about five minutes. Good afternoon. Welcome back. Even though you can't tell it's the afternoon. Uh, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts and return of the 2000s. Return of the 2000s. Holly, you've got some updates on Brittany and Lindsay. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with Lindsay Lohan first because by proxy, Lindsay Lohan is a friend of the Colleen and Bradley show because we're friends with her mother, Dina Lohan. She wished me a happy birthday on Facebook. I'm special because Dina Lohan knows me. The OG Mama D. (laughs) Well, so her daughter, Lindsay Lohan, is actually following through on a project that she promised us months ago. And that is the launch of a Lindsay Lohan podcast. Now, we had heard that Lindsay Lohan was going to launch a podcast, I would say, about six months ago. But as with everything with Lindsay Lohan, you got to take it. With a, with a grain of salt, as yeah. they like to say, because mm-hmm. sometimes Lizzie Lohan promises a lot and, and doesn't and yeah. under delivers. And by under deliver means she doesn't deliver. And at then all. we have to pull her aside like Oprah did and have a really stern talk and say, like, if you're going to commit to something, you got to show up. Exactly. Well, Bradley, Lindsay Lohan did show up because over the weekend, Lindsay Lohan teased her new podcast. Let's just listen to Lindsay Lohan. Oh, okay. You know, about 20 seconds, a little teaser she put on her Instagram account about Lindsay Lohan's new podcast called The Lowdown. Oh, I see what she did. Hey, this is The Lowdown with Lindsay Lohan. This is my chance to share with you all some amazing people, places, and things that are inspiring to me. I hope that each episode will challenge you, inspire you, and give me the chance to share more of my life with all of you. This is going to be fun. Is it? April 26th, the Lowdown debuts. Now, Bradley, she had some visuals with this podcast, and I hate to say it, that I did not recognize a single guest that is going oh, to be on the lowdown. I thought you were going to say, Lohan. I really liked it. Okay, so <laughs> no. let's let's look at the uh, visuals. What visuals? Where I, am I seeing visuals? Well, she has somebody named Bobby. Okay, Bobby. Great. Who's Bobby? Bobby is a TV host and serial entrepreneur. Oh, I think that he is a member of the Queer Eye cast. Oh, okay. So that's Bobby. Bobby's so famous, he doesn't need a last name. No. And I don't know anybody else who is going to be you, on the lowdown. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. And, uh, I'm going to ask you, can you play the first part of that promo again? Oh, sure. Hold on if a second. Yeah, yeah, to you yeah. Because I want to tell you why this is just... A, well... Here we go. Okay. Oh, hold on. It's hold on. It, exactly. It, 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 <laughs> Let's try this again. Hey, this is The Lowdown with Lindsay Lohan. This is my chance to share with you all some amazing people, places, and things that are inspiring to me. that's all I... 
This is my chance to share with you people, places, and things. Um, that excuse are inspiring me. to me. Uh, so people, places, and things, otherwise known as nouns. nouns. <laughs> so this is the most, this is, here's what this was. This was somebody saying, hey, Lindsay, you got a podcast? We can make some money off this podcast idea. You People love you. you they just want to hear you talk. And you're going to have some people, places, people, places, and things. That means nothing. So this this was endeavored. <laughs> Nobody planned. There is not. There will be some PR and marketing people who will get their clients onto the show. And kudos to them for using you know her because she's got a big audience, ten point five million people on Instagram. Like it's no small thing, but it's not going to be anything. It's just going to be. This person's going to show up. Have a conversation with them, and hopefully the producers can create something that will not force people to throw their iPhones uh, on the street and step on them. Do you know what I mean? All I'm saying is this just seems really lazy. Yes, but she followed through, Bradley, which is why I want to congratulate Lindsay Lohan on that. It doesn't matter what she's actually delivering. It's the fact that Lindsay Lohan is delivering something. The bar... With Lindsay Lohan's career is literally that low. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I okay, so let me take that back. The low bar on the lowdown of Lindsay Lohan, and say I don't know what what can we give her. Okay, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. For Lindsay, this is an accomplishment. I do love that it's called the lowdown. They okay. People, places, and things. Bradley, she literally it's, just described nouns no. as you pointed yeah. out. L O H D O W N. First of all, I wouldn't put the H in there. What do you need the H for? Lowdown? No, <laughs> just do L O D O W N. I'm sorry. I'm I'm being a a branding genius a right critic. now. Uh, but like, th- th- what? The lowdown with Lindsay Lohan. You don't need just call it the lowdown. It's Lindsay Lohan. You don't need to tell people. Like if you have to say, it's the lowdown with Lindsay Lohan. It's just come on. Now, would you omit the W in the lowdown and just have it be L O? Lowdown. The Laden. People are like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. But just L O D O W N. Just call it the lowdown and have her face. That's all you need. People understand. That's Lindsay Lohan. My point is. Why don't you DM Dina and tell her these things? I should actually. Let let, let, me. Because you know why? Because I don't think Dina has any connection to Lindsay's creative team. Yeah. Uh, well, like fall on deaf ears is all I'm saying. Okay, but we, I'm glad that you uh, shared this, and I want to make sure you have enough time. I apologize for going rogue on Lindsay. No, that's okay. We had some brand imaging to do with Lindsay Lohan and the lowdown. Go listen to it on the 26th, which is tomorrow. Also wanted to celebrate Britney Spears on her Instagram account and said that she's going on a social media hiatus for a little while. Good for her. I was going to say it's probably not a bad thing, right? Not a bad thing. Now, the last time that Britney Spears promised us that she was taking a time away from social media, she came back like three days later. Yeah. So I'm really actually hoping that she's going to stay away for a while. Well, 21 hours ago. So I, I so far, 21 hours and counting. Yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the doomsday clock a little bit, though, counting down. 
Who knows when she'll be back. But anyways, Britney Spears, go take care of yourself. We'll be fine without you. All right. But we'll miss you. We'll miss you. We'll be over here listening to the down. When we come back, Steve Martin is in headlines for a comedy routine that's 40 years old. Holly will tell you why, and we'll discuss when we return right here on My Talk 1071.